I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I'm easy. Easy like Sunday morning. I can kick a stupid nervous joint when I'm yawning. Ah, comment just coming in with the, oh, excuse me, Elizabeth. This is a big one. I mean, a doo do a doogie Hauser. You see, I'm like Bowser. Kicking it with the shana-na-na, the t-shirt and the trouser. How's the family ties? I'm blessed with the gift. Open up. Surprise. Big back, big Mac filet of fish, quarter pound of French fries, icy Coke milkshake, sundaes of apple pies and a cup. Nah, that's enough of that. I'm like an Indian giver. Hey, yo, yo, give me that back. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and uh, it is Sunday, so we're back. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing some new shows and stuff. Uh, tomorrow we have uh, a couple guests from the Deceptive Comics, um, Dylan and John Minus. So uh, Dylan's been on the show before. This will be John's first time, but this should um, be fun. we'll be live with that at nine o'clock tomorrow. Uh, today's just us catching up on the news. Uh, giving you guys, uh, what you need. You can find us at theblackouttips.com, uh, iTunes and Stitcher and Podomatic and all that stuff. Leave us five star reviews. We promise to read it on the show when we do our feedback show, regardless of content. Even if you don't like the show, we promise to read it. Uh, so just leave us that five stars. You can also go to theblackouttips.com and vote in the polls, leave comments, uh, contact the show, become a premium subscriber at theblackouttips.com slash premium. Um, so make sure you guys do all that stuff. If you would like to, you know, get up on this brand new nerd office out, uh, as of yesterday, mm-hmm. have fun recording that. Um, and, uh, thanks to everybody who took the time out to listen to that and, uh, leaves comments and writes emails and stuff to, to, you know, get our opinions on the show. Uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser and an unofficial sport is bullet ball. And today's show is brought to you by shadow dog productions. You can go to shadow dog productions.com slash TBD tbgwt.html that's tbgwt.html and um it's our audio page guys we have audio plays there um just yesterday it's funny someone was like i bought these audio plays years ago haven't listened to them listened to them yesterday and holy shit you guys are hilarious Mm -hmm. now should i be insulted that it took us so long to realize that you know, she, that, that we're hilarious and that, uh, we, <laughs> we weren't full of shit when we said those audio plays were good, good and we did yeah. a good job. Should I be mad? Maybe, Mm-mm. but I'm not. Okay. I'm not mad. I'm happy you came around and finally gave it a try. Yeah. I'm happy you supported Shadow Dog. Yeah. And I'm glad. Thank you for supporting our sponsor. And, mm-hmm. uh, we appreciate everybody that does that. Yeah. Uh, I'm the audio. Glad she got around to it out of her busy schedule. Yeah. The audio plays like a dollar each or you can buy the packs and they're like two or three dollars. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's so inexpensive. Um, uh, but you get so much laughter for it. And yes, you um, do. And yeah, we Dex, had so much fun doing them. Yeah. Dex is a, a great writer. Uh, and then he lets you like kind of experiment with the material <laughs> and stuff. So. It was real fun, man. Thank you, everybody, uh, who, uh, you know, was out there doing that. Um, uh, you can also, um, uh, let me find my sexier sponsored music. You can also, uh, sponsor the, uh, the show with a little bit of, um, sexiness. That's right, fellas and ladies. Are you looking to jazz things up in the bedroom? 
have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie well here's an offer you won't be able to resist go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only you can get 50 percent off of just about any item but that's not all Mm-mm. when you select your one item at 50 percent off you also receive three count them three free adult dvds for a little inspiration plus a free extra gift that is so sensual we can't even mention it on the radio and to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Put Get 50% off of just about any item when you put in code TBGWT for your offer code upon checkout. And when you do, you get three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. Code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Take advantage. It helps the show, but most importantly, it helps you. It helps your love life. It helps your personal self-esteem. It helps get the stress out of your day. Mm-hmm. So make sure you treat yourself. Now, let's get into the show. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Um, obviously, uh, first uh, first things first, uh, Tracy Morgan, comedian. Yeah, I was hearing about that. Yeah, involved in a um, like a six-car uh, collision um and with his tour bus um and uh ended up in critical condition um the driver of the bus has been charged with um one count of death by auto and four counts of assault by auto wow yeah so who knows what was going on in the limo bus uh roper's bail has been set at fifty thousand dollars prosecutors expect him to surrender so I don't know where did he is he not in the hospital? Did, did he, he flee not the scene? Maybe he had a seatbelt on. Nobody else did or something. As we previously reported, Morgan was riding a limo bus on on the New Jersey Turnpike on his way home from a gig last night when it was rear-ended by an 18-wheeler and overturned. Tracy and another passenger were airlifted by, to a nearby hospital where they remained in critical condition. Another passenger, James McNair, was pronounced dead at the scene. According to reports, Morgan's opening act, Artie Fuqua, who posted a photo of Tracy roughly 30 minutes before the accident, is also in critical condition. Shit. Prosecutors say the cause of the six-vehicle wreck is still under investigation. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because if somebody hit them, how's the other driver? How, how is their driver, you know, the driver of their bus charged if they got hit? Like, it might be DUI. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. The truck driver. Sorry, not the bus driver. The guy who drove the truck that that rear ended the bus. Okay, that okay. person's charged. Okay, because the yeah. way you explain, I was like, well, how is his I, driver I, charged? Yeah, I read it wrong. No problem. So the person that hit them that caused the accident is being charged. Mm-hmm. Okay, which they should be. Yeah. So that's just crazy, man. Um, uh, good luck to those guys. Uh, thoughts go out to them, man. Just yeah. uh, you know, hate to hear that, and obviously the tour is going to probably be. In limbo, they're not gonna be able to make all those dates, and uh, you know, uh, comedians a lot of times don't have health insurance and shit. So who knows, man? You just hope everything is all right with them. Yes. Um, Beyonce and Jay Z uh, divorce. This is on theinquisitor.com. dot com. Famous relationships. I won't get no breaking news. Uh, well, this ain't got nothing to do with Solange, does it? Oh, no, no, that's right. I'm sorry, my bad. It ain't got nothing to do with Solange. I thought about it, but then I was just like... Not too long after. What the hell? Stop. Don't do this. Close. Uh, I thought about it, but I was like, it doesn't really have to do with Solange. Let's just take that ass with and broke them up. 
<laughs> Beyonce and Jay Z are being plagued by divorce rumors after reports emerged the rapper has had affairs with Rita Ora and Rihanna. I've been hearing that for years. Mm-hmm. The couple has already been under tight scrutiny since the incident last month in which Beyonce's Solange knows attack. Sister Solange knows attacked Jay Z in the elevator following a Met Gala after party. Since the divorce rumors were intensified for Beyonce and Jay Z, uh, since since then they've intensified. It's like the rumors have intensified, but it's because y'all saw the tape and then made up more rumors. Mm-hmm. With new reports blaming Jay Z's infidelity for the situation, though the divorce rumors have never had solid details attached, they gained enough steam in the past few months that. Rita Ora responded during a visit to 105.1's The Breakfast Club. Why do people go on there? Um, That's the truth. Don't you dare disrespect Beyonce like that ever again in your entire life, Ora said in the April interview. You should know better than that. That's just straight-up disrespect. You can't even go there. But the denial has done a little to slow the divorce rumors. Yeah, people don't care what what you say. And Life of Style now reports Beyonce is fed up with the lies. The reports noted that Beyonce has let Jay-Z slide out of trouble many times before, but got tired of his string of lies. Sources say that Beyonce's <laughs> anger. <laughs> oh, I hope we never get this famous. No. <laughs> we will always be breaking up, divorcing. You got other men. Yeah. I got other women. Like, who knows the stuff that they would say? Sources said Beyonce. Well, we already had someone accused us of sleeping with white people and shit. Yeah. Uh, cuckold, uh, cuckold. I'm sorry. Reverse cuckold, actually. Well, it wasn't. Nah, I wasn't cuckold. That's what oh. you uh, watch and all this shit. I wasn't there. They just told that you sleep with white men. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're not present. Yeah. Okay. Apparently you've been cheating on me. Sources said it was Beyonce's anger that caused a couple to skip the Florence wedding of pal Kanye West. Now wife Kim Kardashian. It was reported that Beyonce wanted to avoid Rachel Roy, who uh, reportedly kicked off the kicked off the elevator fight after flirting with Jay-Z. But Beyonce is not the only one with doubts. There are also reports that Jay-Z is angry how close the singer has gotten to bodyguard Julius DeBoer. Jay definitely thinks that there was and may still be something romantic going on between Bay and Julius. He wanted to fire Julius last February, but Beyonce said Julius isn't going anywhere. They spend a lot of time together behind closed doors. He even stayed in her hotel room. If Beyonce and Jay-Z are headed for divorce, neither of them is letting on. The couple hasn't spoken publicly about the reported trouble for Jay-Z's cheating. Will. It actually just took a weekend vacation together in the Hamptons. And they're going on tour together. Yes, and they constantly adding dates to the tour. But divorce care. They always, yeah, Man, the, the Jay-Z, baby, baby, they done. They done, Cam, divorce. I do not want to get this famous. No, sir. Yeah. And y'all have fair to realize, Beyonce had to try to make that goddamn money. She's like, mm, loves and kisses. Um, all right. Uh, I got to go on stage in 15 minutes. Jay-Z can't afford to break up with Beyonce. <laughs> she made more money than us. That's the thing I'm saying. He, what is he going to do? I mean, he got to get that income from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Can't afford to. He's, I mean, she pretty much the headlining act on this tour. Let's of keep course. it real. Yes. These people ain't coming out to see Jay by himself. Mm-mm. I mean, people would come, but not the same amount of people. Yeah, but the same amount would come just to see Beyonce. <sighs> yes, they would. You know, Jay, Jay basically her opening act and people tolerating him for a few songs. Then it's like, <laughs> cool, now Beyonce is here. It's, it's time like, to get crazy. Like, yeah, uh, nine, nine, uh, problems. The bitch ain't one. Okay. All right. You need to go. Yeah. Uh, we need to see your wife shimmer and shake. Ain't nobody passing out. Oh, not for him, no. Yeah, ain't nobody. Oh my God, Jay Z. Oh, 
You know? Oh my God, Judgy, sweat it on me. Right. Beyonce, mm-hmm. man, she can get a little weave juice on her. Boom, you gonna fall out. What? You gonna faint? Um, Usher breaks the silence on Justin Bieber's racist jokes, which is what I've been thinking the whole time. Where's Usher on this? Word. Mm-hmm. Doing the voice. Usher, who first introduced his protege Justin Bieber in 2009, posted a message on his Instagram account Saturday in defense of the 20-year-old pop star who has been under fire for racist jokes he made as a teenager in two leaked vehicles. At my core, I am a person that... Well, all right, I could just feel that uh, that email being typed up right now to us. Rod, how dare you take Justin Bieber's side on this? Yeah! You, you, you said that you agree with Usher. At my core, I am a person that supports growth and understands without judgment that growth often comes as a result of pain and continuous effort. Wait, and continues effort. Okay, well, he spelled continuous wrong. That's fine. Usher wrote in a message that had, that was accompanied by a photo of the two artists. As I've watched Justin Bieber navigate difficult waters as a young man, I can tell you that he hasn't always chosen the path of his greatest potential, but he is unequivocally not a racist. I don't know how anyone ever says that. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, I, like, I'm thinking of my friends, right? Mm hmm. If one of my friends got caught saying some just racist shit, I don't think I could, in all good conscience, be like, oh, well, I know for a fact there's no way he can be racist. The you most know. I could possibly say is this guy didn't do that around me. And I could still be surprised. It's, it's just, it's just one of those things where I assume you're not until you prove me otherwise. Um, and, but this is him saying that I'm saying if, if he, if you had footage of a friend of yours, who's white says some real racist shit, you're going to rush to the internet to go. No, 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 no guys. There's no fucking way they can be racist. This is impossible. No, I wouldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like Mm -hmm. that's too much. Like, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. Like, yeah, you before before this, I would have assumed not, but then they got caught doing racist shit. Like, all I can tell you is, at best, they didn't do it around me because yeah. I wouldn't have tolerated it or and, something like that. And you could just leave it at that because you're just speaking from your individual experience with that person. Yeah. And, I mean, it's no fucking um, secret. A lot of these guys got money tied up in this guy, so it's a brand. Like, oh, yeah. Usher found him. Yeah. Usher can't fucking have people thinking this dude is racist. Like, it's it's not in his best interest to say, well, Ooh. he's. I thought he was a little bit racist. And I told him to cut that shit out. But, uh, you know. It is what it is. Yeah, even gotta if, get paid. Even if that's the truth, that will never come out. Yeah, you can't say that shit. Um, I can tell you that he hasn't always chosen the path of his greatest potential, but he is unequivocally not a racist. What he was five years ago was a naive child who did not understand the negative power and degradation that comes from playing with racial slurs. What he is now is a young man faced with the opportunity to become his best self, an example to the millions of kids that follow him or not make the mistakes make the same mistake by the way you know what else another reason i wouldn't do this who knows how many more videos there are ain't that the truth there could be a video that he recorded fucking yesterday that comes out and now you look like a fucking idiot because uh you know there's other videos like uh not only that uh usher is a nigger usher <laughs> is a nigger <laughs> fuck that motherfucker then you'll be like oh Let's i guess sing he it, guys. yeah i guess he might be racist like i'm not fucking vouching for you dog like I don't know. He did some racist shit. That's exactly why I'd be like, is he a racist? That was some racist shit I saw. That's all I know. Just leave it like that. He's scared to say it around me, I guess. Ugh. Other celebrities who defended Beaver include 50 Cent, 
soldier boy floyd mayweather russell brand and Whoopi goldberg the dream team of uh covering for races i guess uh, i mean the thing is 50 cent reprehensible soldier boys reprehensible floyd mayweather's reprehensible russell brand's been caught saying shitty shit and Whoopi goldberg fucking gave cover to uh, Mel Gibson. uh not just Mel gibson she gave cover to um roman polanski She's, yeah, for the uh, sexual assault. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, it wasn't rape rape to this 13-year-old girl. So, yeah, get the fuck out of here, man. These people are not credible in any way. And Usher is fucking, is his, is his business. That's right. He's not going to fuck up his money. Yeah, like none of these people are credible to me. So it's like, all right, cool. The, all they really needed to say is um, he was 14. I hope he's learned from that. He's never done that shit around me. Mm-hmm. The end. Not, it's no way he could possibly be racist. You would have thought it was no way he could have said this shit in the first place. You know? Like, all these people would have, if you would have said, hey, I got a secret tape, I'm saying nigga. I'm like, no, you don't. Come on. He not racist. All right. Bieber issued a public apology for his tasteless jokes where he spotted the N-word multiple times as a kid. I didn't understand the power of certain words. And now, how they can hurt. He said in a statement that was issued quickly after the first video leak. He also said it was a one-time thing. <clears throat> then the second video leak. But nobody want to put that in the article. Nope. But, uh, yeah, that's your Justin Bieber update. Um, Usher's in the fray. I thought I saw someone else defending him this morning. I was just like, I don't care. Mm-mm. Like, I don't even know why people are putting their... Re- I wouldn't put my fucking reputation online for, like, niggas I know. I definitely wouldn't do it with... <laughs> Ain't that the truth? A fucking celebrity uh criminal like this nigga is a serial criminal that constantly is getting in trouble there's no fucking telling what else he did you know what i mean like honestly like i would not be shocked like that's the thing about fucking with black people i don't feel fucked with because i don't expect much out of this dude nope if like if you want to surprise me angelina jolie getting caught saying nigger and making nigger jokes that would surprise me. Me too. That would get a much higher than 25. Justin Bieber saying nigger is like, if you told me Justin Bieber also jaywalks, uh, Justin Bieber smokes uh-huh. weed, just like, like I would be like, yeah, that, that may, if you told me Justin Bieber said something anti-Semitic, I would be like, makes sense. Yes, it does. It's not a good person, y'all. Like, that's why I was surprised about that email yesterday. I'm like, she, but she not a good per, he not a good person. So why are you so mad? You know what I mean? I can't, I can't muster this kind of rage for an unsurprising racist. <laughs> Doesn't mean probably vote Republican and shit. <laughs> uh, people be thinking they knowing these celebrities and shit because they can dance. You don't know them, or they make you dance. Yeah, you don't know them. Yeah. Uh, although I do fuck with that if I was your boyfriend song. That's how I knew he said nigga. Like I remember I was yeah, listening I like to that it. song. I said this is a white boy that has said nigger quite a few times uh, when I was listening to shit. Tell me, tell me this don't sound like an N-word sayer. If I was your boyfriend, I'd never let you go. I could take you places you That's my jam right from. here. Mm-hmm. Baby, take a chance so you'll never ever know. I got money in my hands that I really like to blow. Swag, swag, swag on you. By the fire while we eating fondue. I don't know about me, but I know about you. So say hello to Falsetto in three, two, sway. I'd like to be everything you want. Hey girl, can I talk to you? If I was your boyfriend, never let you go. 
keep you on my arm, girl. You'd never be alone. And I can be a gentleman anytime you want. If I was your boyfriend, I'd never let you go. Never let you go. Like, yeah, tell me what you That's a dude that says the N-word, dog. Mm-hmm. Only people that say the N-word play music, make music like that. And you know what? Name one that doesn't. And when I first heard this song, let me tell you who I thought it was. Justin Timberlake. I wouldn't be surprised he said, got caught saying nigga at 14 if he, they had cell phones back then. I thought it was him for a while. Mm-hmm. But if they would have had a 14 year old Justin Timberlake saying the N-word, I wouldn't even be shocked. I'd be like, yep, that's why he betrayed Janet Jackson with that titty gate. You know? Ah! Y'all, y'all gonna stop putting these dudes on a pedestal because they can, they can dance a little bit. I'm shocked. I'm so angry. Mm, par for the course. Zookeeper who accidentally shot, uh, that, that person, uh, I mean, the keeper who was accidentally shot with a tranquilizer mm-hmm. was not, not, I repeat, in a gorilla suit. Okay, why was he shot in there? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, how did now, that? If he was in the gorilla suit. That's valid. Yeah. How the Ooh, fuck did furry. that mix up happen? Yeah. Furry shit. Walk up on me. I shoot your ass too. Uh, here's a scene out of a sketch comedy. Zookeeper guesses as a gorilla and pretends to escape as part of a training deal. Gorilla then gets shot with a tranquilizer dot. Then a vet mistakes him for a primate costume for the real thing. News outlets around the world picked up the story Thursday. It was said to have happened at Laurel Park Zoo in Tenerife, Spain. And it didn't have a funny ending. The man was poorly hospitalized in serious condition after allergic reaction to enough sedative to literally take down a 400-pound gorilla. But that uh, solemn note didn't negate the fact that there was a gorilla suit involved. And news outlets from New York to Australia fired up their search engines to look for the perfect fake gorilla photo. No one told the vet it wasn't real. The gorilla costume man shot with tranquilizer read a headline. At the Euro Weekly News, one Canadian radio station went with gorilla suits are dangerous. Alas, it seems the real zoo mishap had nothing to do with convincing uh, convincing gorilla's costume. Spain's El Pais reports, yes, a zookeeper at Laurel Park was shot by a tranquilizer dart during a training drill, but no gorilla costumes were involved. The accident was apparently an example of poor gun handling skills, not a case of mistaken identity. <laughs> the first story actually sounds better. Open carry. You know? Yeah, open carry at the zoo. You know, speaking of open carry dudes, doesn't the open carry dudes all seem like they have tiny, tiny dicks? Oh my! Like all the the all the interviews and pictures and shit with those dudes and the huge fucking guns they're walking around. I'm like, all of y'all have the tiniest of dicks. You can just see it. They don't have yeah. no big dick confidence at all well, about them. Well, talking to Mr. Span yesterday, I don't know nothing about guns. So all them 457s, 852, Magnum PIs, all them guns, you know, makes them feel, makes their dick sizes grow three sizes. Cause I don't know what none of the numbers mean. Yeah, I'm just saying. You see the fucking overcompensation with all these big ass assault rifles in a Chipotle. You're like, dude, you're just, you have a very small penis. Emergency drills are normally uh, normal events at Laurel Park. The newspaper reports, and this one went smoothly until the accident. Well, of course they all go smoothly until the accident. <laughs> What's that? Fire drill went smoothly until the fire actually broke out. Yes, and then, then and it was then, no and longer then a nigga, drill. And then niggas started running out the exit versus <laughs> safely walking down the stairs. The emergency drill, a call went out to the vets, giving them a false warning that one of the five gorillas had managed to escape a safety pin and make the, his way into another area meant for the other anim, for the animals. 
one of the vets arrived at the scene he was told by the employee in charge of the operation it was a fictitious emergency it was at that moment that the vet accidentally fired the tranquilizer gun shooting one of the keepers in the leg hey calm down it's just a drill ouch oh i'm gonna die <laughs> the man was taken to the hospital but the park dart wasn't fake though yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that venom was real. Mm-hmm. The man was taken to the hospital with the park's head of communication, Patricia Del Ponte. Del Ponte told El Pias that he is now in perfect health. Wow, well, I'd rather hear from him. Ain't that true? Obviously, he was sleeping a lot after being shot. A tranquilizer meant for a 200 kilogram gorilla, but he is now already back to work. So the story does have a happy ending of sorts, but no gorilla sto- suit. So. I wonder how that true he back to work. You, just because you put him back on the payroll don't mean he back at work. Well, I'm just glad there was no monkey business going on. <laughs> um, One monkey ain't going to ruin the show. <laughs> apparently not. Um, TLC slams Rihanna for showing too much skin. Um, These heifers. Who are they to speak? I mean, we just started loving them and forgiving all that mediocre music that they did. Remember I mean, that red light special? No, that was the good shit. I'm talking, no, about, no, I'm talking about the videos, like, 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 not Tommy oh, yeah, Funny. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, if you're gonna criticize her, mm-hmm. what about your videos? Yeah, not to mention, uh, like, T. Boz had fucking uh, a song about touching herself and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, you thought we forgot? Hmm. Mm-hmm. You did that whole Scrubs video with side boob just being epic. I thought I know I saw nipple at least a couple times, at least. Now many times I jacked off to that as a kid. Now you want to slut shame Rihanna? How dare thee? I know it's so. Uh, like people can't go back and Google their videos. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently they were doing an interview and uh, just suddenly started shading Rihanna. That is like you a main ingredient. Yeah, it's either there or it's not. And the three of us had chemistry. Now it's the two and we have crazy chemistry. And the fans, they also keep us going because they love us so much and they just show so much love. During our interview, TLC slammed the current crop of artists who use sex to sell music. They singled out Rihanna. Every time I see you, you don't have to be naked. And it's hard for us to say anything because every time we say something, oh, TLC, oh, they must be jealous. First of all, let me me say this. It is what it is. I call a spade a spade, okay? We sold and became the biggest girl selling group of all time with our clothes on. That says a lot. It's easy to sell sex. <laughs> it, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. she said, we can go around with booby cakes out all day long. And y'all yes, have. We'll have a lot. So, okay. But they're still booby cakes. That's right. All of TLC's tour dates are on our website. Yeah, so. Yeah, y'all sell sex too. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious bullshit. I mean, because Rihanna struck back by. um. Post- I know she would. She gonna clap back. She don't let shit roll. Yeah, th- I'm gonna put in the chat room Rihanna's Twitter header. No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is TLC. Uh, 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 and I love that in this picture, Left Eye is the one with the most clothes on. Yes. And T Boz and Chili just have their, their fingers over their nipples. And I love the fact that she got Kanye West eating the ice cream cone as her Abby, like right yeah. below him. Yeah. And somebody was like, well, it's just one thing. I was like, well, the Scrubs video, the yeah. fucking Touch Myself song by t Bob. Yeah, you like, can't forget that catalog of music yeah, the they, videos. Yeah. Uh, they like they made music, uh, a lot of music, actually, 
about sex like if it wasn't like their first hit single uh was really about the fact that you know people shouldn't be ashamed of having sex women need to be more mm-hmm. vocal about it ain't too proud to, to beg. beg yep and then they turn around and now they slut shaming you know um i mean if you're gonna make a song whether i need it in the morning or the middle, middle of the night come on now you know what i mean like who the fuck are you to go around doing that but so what happens, man. You forgive people because they get yeah. a good VH1 movie, and then you forget it's really because of Little Mama that you felt this way, you know? Not only that, also you have to remember, too, for the simple fact that uh, people can... The internet never forgets. Right. So Rihanna was like, uh, look, bitch, I can have all my cakes out, all my breasts out, all my yams out, and whatever else other food groups you want to call the body parts out. Mm-hmm. And I look good, and yeah. y'all mad, and you know that we ain't mad. Well, then if you're not mad, why her name come out your mouth? I mean, I really hate to put it like that. If it's not a jealousy thing, and just because y'all older and quote unquote moms, and you know, quote unquote got out that phase, you still to an extent are selling sex. Yeah, I also love when people go, "Well, you just gonna say I, I'm, we're jealous?" So, uh, but this is what I got to say. Well, you probably are jealous though. Yeah. Like just because you brought it up don't mean it ain't true. Like yeah, you you seem jealous um, because y'all used to be in this boat. Y'all used to sell sex, and now you're at a point where you can't really sell sex anymore. Mm-hmm, so because you're of older, course, yeah, of course now you're coming down. It's like rappers that are like uh, they get they turn forty and then they start talking about how the rap game need to stop using the n word and people need to stop be dressing a certain way and flossing. Not and you're like, but you did that. You're just forty now. Yeah, just like the old dudes who play basketball talking about you don't need to be dunking no more. Yeah. Uh, you can't dunk, dog. Your knees is old. Right. I don't want to hear that shit. So yeah, TLC, you're on my shit list. Duh. And uh, you know, I, you know, I need to apologize. Um, but you know what else is funny though? Um, part of this is that thing too, where when it comes to women artists, there can only be one, cause they always ask women artists these questions in interviews. They don't do this shit with dudes very often. Mm-mm. Like the only time this happens with dudes is when you already have a problem with someone. Then it's like, yep. let's ask Drake about Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Let's ask the, but you know, it may, or maybe I'm not aware and dudes are just way better at avoiding this shit, but it seems like every time it's like, let's ask Nicki Minaj about Lil Kim. Let's ask Lil Kim about Nicki Minaj. Let's ask the Iggy Azalea about Nicki Minaj. They're just waiting for you to be like, and another thing, I don't even like that bitch. Oh, Nicki Minaj don't like that bitch. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because people are already under the assumption that women don't get along, women don't like each other, it's catty. Like you say, it's that there can only be one type of thing, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of, uh, a lot of women do work together, but a lot of them don't. And it's just one of those things where I personally think it's stupid, and I think a lot of times, um, People don't answer these questions correctly and things like that. They don't let their PR speak for them and shit like that. And it's just one of those things where they can if, if they can take anything and run with it. And uh oh no you didn't news. No, I know you didn't. <laughs> Stylist cuts little girl's braids after her mom doesn't pay for service. Oh. She was like, Oh, you I did this and you think you're getting out of here. No, you ain't. Mm-hmm. Put the braids on layaway. She laid them shits to the side and put them away. <laughs> Cut them off. Yeah, because it takes hours, literally hours to do braids. 
while working in the service industry small business owners sometimes run the risk of being bamboozled by clients who try to wiggle out of paying one louisiana hairstylist by the name of crystal collins recently became a hot topic on social media discussions for cutting off a little girl's braids after it began to seem like the mother wasn't going to pay her she then posted the photos of the child on instagram decisions that uh, a decision that attracted mixed opinions one thing i don't play about is my money i know it's so guess the right i try to be patient with everybody but i will not get played she captioned the photo of the child with her braids cut out after receiving a ton of harsh criticism for her decision she decided to further explain her actions according to crystal the child's mother made an appointment to bring her in to have her hair braided after watching close to two hours for the woman and waiting for two hours for the woman and the child to arrive <gasps> she did the girl's hair while her mother ran errands when i was almost finished i texted the child's mother and told her she can come crystal wrote she said okay in about tw- about 20 minutes after waiting for the woman for about almost another two hours <gasps> Crystal said the child's mother claimed to have a flat, so she drove the child home herself. Interestingly, once they arrived to the apartment building as directed by the child's mom, she didn't pick up her phone. It was later revealed by the girl that her mom had actually directed them to her grandmother's house. The little girl said, this is my grandma's house. My mama stayed down the street. So I take her there. She gets out and goes in the house. Crystal said she waited around some more because the child told her that no one was home except her brothers. And after it became, and it became clear that she was being given a runaround. So Crystal reacted. She finally answers and sounds unsure as to how I'm going to get my money. So then we come up with the decision that she will bring bring it to my house. So I leave. Then I realize I think she's trying to play me. So I turn around, head back to her house. After calling the woman a few more times, sending a text message informing the woman that she would just, would just that she would just wait at home for the money. Crystal summoned the child back outside and cut her braids out. I cut the braids out and went on about my business. At the end of the day, I spent nine hours away from my kids for nothing. Y'all wasn't in my shoes or in my position. I have to take care of my three babies, and I will do what I have to do to let it be known that I don't play when it comes to my job or supporting my family. While some seem to feel Crystal did the right thing, others feel her actions were completely unprofessional, and she made matters worse by sharing the child's photo on social media. What do y'all think? I guess they blanked out the girl's face now. But, uh... Yeah, she cut out the girl's braids, man. Yeah, uh, but- now Karen, I can't tell because I'm, you know, I'm a dude. I don't. This isn't her real hair that she cut out. It was the no, weave. She, yeah, right? she cut the weave part out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she 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 didn't cut the baby's real hair. She cut the extensions that the baby had, which is not her real hair. Mm. And it's just one thing. Well, your mom ever had this incident before? And had had to call the cops on people because the way the uh, cosmetologists go, you pay after the service is done. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people think they slick and be trying to get out. No, I've I've done a service. I've went to school. I've did the hours. I have a degree for this. I'm right. not doing this for fucking free or for a favor. And I guarantee you this lady has done this to people before and has gotten away with it. So she got a hundred, two hundred dollar hairdo for mm-hmm. free. No. Yeah, and that, I mean, and it sounds like she was trying to hustle her, and then all, yes. the, all the excuses, and then lying, and not answering her phone, like, it it does seem, like, way fucked up, and you know the worst part of this kind of shit is, um, as somebody whose mom is a hairstylist, they will work with you. Yes, like, they will. My mom had so many clients where she would be like, okay, um, well, look, is you know, you might not be able to pay this week. But you could put something on it and we could work with that or we could pay, uh, you know, in installments. Uh, 
you know, if you just honest up front with them, you know, because, you know, maybe you need your hair done so you can get a job. You can get the job is yes. or something like that. Um, people, I think people online also, there's a couple things. One, uh, people online are fucking stupid about these children. Mm-hmm. Like you say anything happened to a child, they don't give a fuck. Like you could just be like, yeah, I told my child he had to get time out because he drove the car and, and he's only 12 and he's not supposed to be in a car. Well, you know, you should really just talk to him and just tell him that you did not want him to drive the car. It's like, do y'all motherfuckers know children? They are bad. Mm-hmm. They are not all good. They can't all be talked to and reasoned with. They're not oh, adults. They're they, children. Yes. Yes. So, so there's that thing. Like any consequence that happens to a child, people get mad. Um, this is a kind of an offshoot of internet justice, you know, where she could have done this, not told anybody and would have been fine. But then she put it out there for public consumption. And now, so now people are going to react to that because why do you need to do this for the internet? Cause I'm actually not against this, but I'm against putting it out. Like I can understand where you're like, look, your mama is a fucking deadbeat. I need my fucking weave back. Yeah. I can put this up in somebody else's hair. Now I'm sorry that you got a deadbeat ass mama look. Yeah, girl. I'm sorry. Your hair going to be fucked up, but your yeah. mama shouldn't have bought your ass here. And then wasted nine hours of her day. Yeah. And she get, you know, honestly, you should be taking this out with the mom. Um, chalk it up to, you know, you could chalk it up to the game, but you're not going to get your money at this point mm-hmm. and cutting her hair out ain't gonna get you your money either i she was just mad and she reacted in a after being tested for nine hours i think people can't put themselves in her shoes Mm-mm. so there's no sympathy there so it's just like what's wrong with you it's like nine hours of being the getting the run around when you think at least i can get paid at some point it'll drive you fucking crazy that, that- i know niggas that haven't got money after like three weeks and you see a nigga with new jordans and it's like i want to kill him so yep, that's why I do not give people money that I am not willing to lose. Yeah. If I can't write it off as a gift, I don't give it to She you. just should honestly, man, if you do some shit like this, you just don't need to be on the internet bragging. I don't play with my money. I like it doesn't really need to be about you. This lady couldn't it's a sad situation, honestly. This woman would rather like lie about getting paying for her kid to get her hair done that, Lynn, like who knows what fucking financial situation this woman's in she lied obviously she's a mm-hmm. bad per you know a bad right. person uh as far as uh the relationship between her and the stylist is pretty much mm-hmm. done oh yeah she better not bring her ass back in there that like that that lady might fight her and then i guess my biggest thing when it comes to weaving extension, because I've got my hair with braids and weaves, you're talking about two to three bags of hair, and it depends on if it's synthetic, if yeah, it's, it's human, if it's yakky. You know, hair could be two, three hundred dollars a bag, depending on the hair. And it's just one of those things where you have to think two hours of, uh, of waiting on a mama, then two more hours, yeah. then two more hours, you know, and before you know it, you know, she probably got through with all her customers for the day. So basically, she took the baby up there and left the baby. Yeah. Yeah. She had now to take a, the baby home. Now I'm the babysitter, the fucking chauffeur. Like I said, I personally understand and can relate and see exactly why you fucking cut the hair out. What I don't understand, why would you put this shit on the internet? It's not good advertising. What you want in the next person that does this, you know nobody else is going to do this. No, they're not. You know what I mean? This is an extreme situation of somebody that's extremely shady. And I don't feel that bad for... um 
the person who put it on the internet like i feel like sympathy because i can empathize with her but in general the person that only person i feel bad for is the kid Mm-hmm. But I but I don't feel bad because the kid got the hair cut out. Oh no 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 no! I feel bad because she has a shitty mother. Yes. Who does this? Leave your kid with a stranger for nine fucking hours? I ain't no telling like what could have so, happened to your child or yeah. anything. Like in your effort to hustle, I would have just man, what I would probably call DCS on the motherfuckers. Like that, 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 or either took the police to uh, took the baby to the uh, police department. Like, hey, I did this child's hair. Her mama hasn't showed up. I do not know where she is, and I will sit here until I get my motherfucking money. Yeah, this kid is fucked, man. Like you don't know what could have happened with your kid. The stylist could have been like, oh yeah, I'm I'm took all the fucking weave out of her hair. I know you need to just come get her. I'm leaving her at the shop by herself yep. i'm going home too Locked fucking bad the door, set her outside and took your ass home yeah find a way now what if she would have did that shit then she would have been the bad guy right that kid is fucked man some that's amazing there's such a fail on every adult involves part like i would have i would have rather brought the kid to the fucking police station mm-hmm. or and, and sat there with my arms folded and say that bitch stole from me and yeah. two things, either I want my weave back out this child's hair, I want my money. Yeah, I would have been like, she abandoned her child, straight up. Mm-hmm. It's been I, nine I, I, hours. I'm not the babysitter. She won't come get her child, now she wants me to take her home. If I'm going to be angry enough to cut the braids out and post it online, I'd rather be angry in the police station trying to get something done. Maybe she could learn a lesson about what she did with her child. And, and the police might have made a pay to too. Yeah, police might have actually had, and she would have paid something, some kind of fine or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. DSS would have got involved something. I I just feel bad for this baby because that's that's not gonna work out. Um, but yeah, and like I said, I I'm, I'm sure like it's on the internet. It's just funny to imagine because I'm sure that to us abstractly, it's not our money, it's not our time. So everybody can just be like, "Fuck this stylist." But I don't know, man. As a person that I've watched my mom toil, watched her come home with her feet swollen, her back hurting and shit. Hands um, swollen. Yeah. Can't, you know, can't really do anything once she gets home. Um, yeah, I, I do feel personally, uh, offended at the fact that somebody would do that because, like I said, most, you can find a stylist that will work with your financial situation pretty much no matter what it is. Mm-hmm, Cause they want to make money. Yeah. If you could, I mean, if you could just be like, Hey, I can give you $5 a week. You'll find some stylist that goes, I can make that work. You'll always find one. Like, there's just, uh, like, it's, it's that kind of job. Like, it's one of those things that you can do that for your community, you know, with that job. So, uh, you know, and people, and they, and especially stylists, like, they know the pride of having your hair done and, and what it, and how it affects you and stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't want your baby going to school looking a hot fucking mess mm-hmm. if, they, if you can help it. Mm-hmm. Because your baby is literally wearing their product. Yeah. Like it represents them. So yeah, you, you basically tried to steal a bunch of weed from her. Um, this, this story, um, this is a Huffington Post course. Um, uh, Karen brought up an excellent point last week. I think we were talking about some of the think pieces and columns that get posted online mm-hmm. and how the demise of the editor has pretty much made it where you can just log in copy and paste your article and hit publish yep right? that person has a purpose pay those people pay them they prevent lawsuits well i kind of believe that this is um an example of this um because 
a lot of people have seen Maleficent. It's made over a hundred million dollars as of this weekend. Great movie. Uh, despite what the, uh, long and late movie podcast thinks is a great movie. Um, and I think what happens nowadays is people go see these movies with their own personal agendas in mind. And it's weird because I've never looked at entertainment this way. Like, um, but it's the new thing is, Hey, I'm a feminist. What feminist messages does this movie have? Hey, I'm a person that's about, um, you know, uh, gay rights. Like what positive, uh, messages does this have about sexuality? What positive messages does it have? Like it can't just be the movie was good. It can't be any simple narratives that it was despite the fact that this is based on one of the simplest narratives. And, and like you were saying, people come in with their own agendas. And when you do that, you're not going to the movie just for the sake of enjoying the movie. Right. You're already going in with your mind made up. A lot of times you're already going in already with your mind made up that you're not going to like it or that you are going to like it. Yeah, which is funny, though, because I remember watching it and being like, oh, that's cool. There's kind of a positive feminist spin at the end, kind of a or even not feminist, but just a kind of a. It's not just the true romance, a man's kiss will save the the, the, the day mm-hmm. kind of bullshit that we grew up with, you know, which is a, a one of those messages in Hollywood where I'm always like that. That is the worst way to advertise love is as this. They met. They locked eyes and they were happily ever after. You're like that. That's so much work that is getting skipped over by that. Mm-hmm. This immediate like it doesn't take much but physical attraction and you will be in love. So. Um, the title of this is the Maleficent rape scene that we all need to talk about. Number one, this movie is PG. Mm-hmm. PG, ain't it? I don't think it's PG 13. Yeah, it's PG. It's PG. Everybody saw it. How are they going to put a rape scene in there? Um, everybody that I know who saw the film, when I posted this article on Facebook, Twitter, wherever, every last one of them went, what rape scene? Yeah, what? Yeah. These are people who saw the film, though. Mm hmm. So it's not like people who went, oh, I didn't see it. But but there's a ton of people who didn't see it who probably look at this article like, oh, wow, I can't believe they would do that in a PG movie. Yeah, they didn't. No, it's PG, dog. It's PG. You you have to already have your mind set, you know. Um, Another person was like, well, you know, it does cover some dark and adult things, Uh, which I will say the movie is a little darker than some movies. But here's the thing, though. All these movies have a lot of darkness in them. Mm Mm-hmm. From Bambi's mother being shot, you know, in like like that the Lion King, you, yeah, the Lion King. Like, what Disney movies have y'all been watching? They all kind of have dark things that happen, but then they lighten it up with mm-hmm. a bunch of cute jokes and songs and musicals so, and shit. Yeah, so that you go, oh yeah, there were fairies, but no, it's, also a motherfucker died. Yeah, somebody bought dumb uh, um, Dumbo. Yeah, Dumbo, Dumbo was very yeah. depressing. Yeah, there's a ton of these fucking like Jesus. When Dumbo Christ. had to race his crows. Yeah, had to race his crows. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's what I was to write. The racist scene that we all need to talk about in Dumbo. Um, imagine you're drugged by someone who you thought you trusted. You wake up in the morning with your face down in the dirt. You're aching. Your appearance has changed, and you can feel that you're different as you try to stand through the pain. Beyond the physicality of it, your power was stolen from you. Your flight response. Your dignity. 
you're confused enraged devastated angry you set everyone on fire around you you wish hatred on newborn babies you want to hide in an evil shell of darkness where everything is black and no one can touch you or ever hurt you again they talked about walls of reality tv shows oh you build walls they're walls of thorns with armored arm towered guards that will crush any man who tries to approach it and though it sounds like a rape victim story it's not it's the storyline of maleficent i really feel like you could do this with a lot of stuff yes you're talking about something that was not rape and you're putting you you you're comparing it to rape rape has so permeated our culture that it ended up in a disney movie it's a wicked like backstory and in it we learn that maleficent casts a spell on the evil baby she she's a fairy before the black magic begins she soars through the forest of freedom and passion she falls in love with stefan the human he returns to kill her so that he can be king but he doesn't kill her he rapes her of her ability to fly yeah he stole her actual wings mm-hmm. which she gets back because the wings are still alive now i don't know which part of the rape allegory that's going to be in the article i'm sure we'll get yeah, to it because real rape you you don't yeah, get you, you don't get your time back you can't unrape somebody Mm-mm. he drugs her and leaves her so that he can bring her wings back to the king of the humans like dorothy was told to fetch the broom of the wicked witch uh she wakes up moaning well and stumbling utter devastation my five-year-old digested the scene as an act of betrayal she flatlined the reasoning from livicent rage he cut off her wings when livicent was wounded but she survived more she recovered physically and psychologically grown women know better i know better i'm too familiar with the headlines about the boys who feel entitled to take from women and girls boys like these what the fuck does this got to do with maleficent right then she goes on to highlight like other Kate Steubenville, that kind of stuff who raped a drunk girl at a prom party. There is so much rape that when you write a story about a woman at her most vulnerable point is drugged in the dirt enough for you. Rape becomes a symbol. Even if that's not the writer's intention, writer Linda Wolverton doesn't actually say that this was a rape scene. Instead, she says in an interview that she always wanted to do a dark fairy story. And that's all it was. That's all it was. was a dark fairy tale story now one time was there anything sexual in this movie it is pg people pg so they're not gonna do there was no actual sex there was no nakedness there was no intercourse Mm -hmm. so where is the rape Mm -hmm. uh I have done, I had done research and the biggest surprise is that she's a fairy, not a witch. I've always wanted to do a dark fairy story. Then I watched that scene where she curses the baby and I'm thinking, well, if she's a fairy, where are her wings? Suddenly it was boom, light bulb. Oh, it's the wings. Then I worked backward from there to create the Stefan relationship. So the writer's telling, like, this is another thing I, I, I hate with the new think piece shit. The writer tells you what they wrote. Mm-hmm. And explains it, but you go, fuck that. I got my own agenda. Yeah, no, no, you wrote a rape. It's like, well, no, that's actually not what I wrote. This is exactly what I was thinking. Uh, this is it. There's no allegory here. There's nothing deeper. This is what I meant. No, no, no. You, he, she got raped. But I wrote it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean? this came from my mind, and this was never my intention. Why you putting your thoughts on my idea and, and and making it something that it's not Yeah, this isn't like game of thrones where they actually took a scene that in the book was made to be consensual and made it into a rape and left out the consent part yes. in the fucking 
uh telling it on tv which is different so we know what was written and we know how it was portrayed mm-hmm. this is the person telling you this was never written i wrote it this is not right yeah it's right right the wings the wings gave her freedom to escape to fly away it's about her ability to retreat and if you can fly if you can run if you're drugged if you can't fly and if you can't run, if you're drugged and trapped, if you agree to hang out in the forest of your attacker in the first place, what? What does that mean? It's a fucking fairy tale. It is a fairy tale of a made-up place and a made-up world. Ma'am, this is a children's book and something that has been told I don't know how many times and you're taking your adult mind and putting rape in a kid's fairy tale because you want to talk about rape. I'm not going to lie. I could see some of that in, like, I could see where people go, oh, yeah, these fairy tales have different, like, problematic messages, quote, unquote, in it and shit like that. I could see that, that, but I just don't see it for this. I saw, we all saw the movie. Um, and she's like, this is the horrific side of rape culture. We're so enmeshed in it that it's impossible to ignore that a metaphorical rape occurred in a, di- occurs in a Disney movie. It's not that it's impossible to ignore. Uh, nobody else noticed it. You wrote this. Yeah. And also said it's not rape. Most people that see it knows it's not rape. He stole the rings and that's not a spoiler because you can see her yeah. with the rings and without her rings in the uh previews so it's not a spoiler and where's this rape that you keep claiming well, you know what's funny is if it was um like this is the kind of like that thing we covered um a couple weeks ago where the woman was like it's seth rogan and uh judd apatow's uh contribution to hollywood that makes a man like Elliot Roger had a mentality that leads to him shooting these people. And you're like, no, if you walk in the theater with, I'm going to have these issues and this agenda, you're going to walk out the theater with that agenda. You know, it's like if I walked in the theater going, this is a movie about man hating. I could have walked out and said, yeah, Maleficent is a movie about hating men and how men ain't shit. And only women can do. I could have done that. But that's stupid. And it's, you know what I mean? I didn't get that from the movie. Uh, obviously. I'm just, but if you walked in with it, not what you yeah, got, like okay. people aren't receiving shit from the movie. You're no, walking in with shit. It's like, yeah. I'm about to walk in and it better be this type of story or fuck it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. if you walked in, it's you, another example. Cause I'm black. Uh, so let's, let's take it to black shit. The people who watch X-Men first class and they have a problem with Darwin dying. Cause he's a black dude. Okay. What I, I didn't have a problem with him dying. Cause he, everybody was dying. Well, not just that, but because I never heard of this nigga five minutes before I walked in the theater. He probably gonna die. Of course. Yeah, when you're surrounded by a bunch of X-Men that have been on the cover of X-Men. <laughs> the front cover of the comics. <laughs> yeah, you know they're not killing Professor X, Magneto, uh, yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, oh, uh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, else if, if you have been on the cover, you own the cover with the, with the 50 mutants and you like down in the corner near where they sign their names. Right. You're not going to kill that dude, but you will kill the dude named Darwin played by a no name black actor that we literally just heard of five minutes into this movie. 
of course he's gonna die wasn't shocked at all got home black people mad as fuck yeah man it's fucked up how they do us man you know why the black man had to die that's what was wrong with the movie in a movie about the civil rights and a mutant struggle you gonna kill the black man well his name wasn't wolverine motherfucker of course <laughs> ain't that the truth a magneto yeah like i get it so so like and and in that in that instance, I push back on that shit too. Or like, stop bringing your racial shit to the theater with you. Yes, it's not it's not the job of the movie to be like, and we need to completely bastardize this story so we can make the black dude the hero somehow. Like, stop. Well, that's what I think happened with this lady. Is yeah. she walked in with a certain? Uh, I'm going to view this movie only through this prism, and mm-hmm. and when it and it, and I'm going to come out and say it's a problem no matter what. Yeah, and and to me. I don't watch movies like this. You brought up a good point. I go to the movies with a blank slate. I try my best not to go into a movie with preconceived notions. I try my best to go into a movie with a blank slate and open-minded and ready to receive whatever it is, the director, the actors, however they're going to present it to me. Because if you go in open like that, your perspective of the movie will be, this was my experience versus you go in already full of whatever your agenda is already decided you're going to shit on the movie already have your think piece already pre-mapped up uh or whatever it is so that when the movie is presented to you you can't receive anything because you're you didn't go in there to receive what however the director uh or the actors was designed to present you the movie to you, you have already gone in going with your arms folded and your face crooked and your legs crossed and your mouth poked going, fuck this movie. Yeah, they actually added value to a movie that I thought was traditionally simple and lacked um, any depth. Yes. They actually added depth to it. Like, as an adult, I found this movie fascinating. Which, and also it was short enough, but but in general, I found the movie and the characters compelling. Mm-hmm. I have never found them that compelling before. No, and and I think for me, uh, I was a little little kid uh, when I watched the cartoon version of like a lot of these movies, and to me, it gave that character malef- maleficent a lot of depth mm-hmm. that I would have never thought about, or even could even imagine her having, and it gave the character. Um, like I said, it brought the character more to life. It's like, okay, yeah. now the, I understand. And the movie's about her. Yeah, yes, so, which is the first time know, the movie's not about her. And I've always thought that the best backstories for uh, the villain has always painted them as kind of the tragic hero, mm-hmm. you know, the of their own thing. And this, I think, completes that picture. Um, so it says, uh, it's a traumatic backstory, one that 70% of women who are raped understand they're sexually attacked by someone they know keep in mind guys there was no sexual attack in this movie there was no rape there's no sex Mm -mm. there's no no one got naked i didn't see no titties yeah um for the reviewers who aren't happy that disney brought by the way also in the movie he's told to kill her and by taking her wings he actually is sparing her life which Mm -hmm. somehow this reviewer missed entirely because should i this isn't even a review why am i calling this a movie review this uh blogger missed entirely 
so for the reviewers who aren't happy that disney brought a rape recovery element to their beloved sleep sleeping beauty backstory writer sadie dole makes the case that sleeping beauty has always been about rape and the earliest known versions of the tale the italian sun moon and talia by jim giambattista basile the princess is not awakened by true love's first kiss or by a kiss at all. She's discovered by a king who repeatedly rapes her while she's unconscious. She gives birth to two children in her sleep before one of those children dislodges the splinter in her finger and wakes her up. Later versions of the tale, including a version recorded by the Grimm brothers or by Charles Perrault, who credited as writer of Maleficent, censor this ending to make it more chaste and less violent. But that central image, a man kissing an unconscious woman, made it into the Disney version and it survived into the present day. Well, in this case, in this movie, they kind of make fun of that. So it's like, of course, that wouldn't work. That's stupid. And he doesn't feel comfortable kissing her. You know what I mean? So uh, it's very funny to see uh, people, you know, her write this piece because she just ignores anything that doesn't fit her evidence, even mm-hmm. though we all saw the same film. That and I don't know what it is about uh, adults that when they think and look back on a lot of children's shit, a lot of children's shit. Somebody mentioned all dogs go to heaven. A lot of children's shit is very sad, very depressing stories. People die. People go through a lot of shit. Even a lot, and even a lot of the cartoon versions, this shit happened. And it's just one of those things where people want to gloss over that. And Disney has done a, a decent job on taking a lot of these movies and brightening them up and making them pretty and making them shiny. And I'm sorry to hurt your feelings. The average person has not read that goddamn version. And yeah, when that, I, yeah, obviously nobody read Sun, Moon, and Talia. Uh, you know in general when a proud to the disney version most of us grew up with the disney version and this is a better version than that in my opinion yes that most people have not read this you know they're not gonna read this and then for you to take a movie which which pulls from that and and try to compare the two is an issue because the movie didn't even address it but you so determined that it addressed it when it didn't address it because you want to come and say, well, it was about rape because the original version was about rape. I don't want to hear that. Uh, there are a number of critics who have said this movie was targeted to Frozen fans, that it was targeted to girls and moms, but Maleficent is a commentary on the current male and fe- female relationships. But it, what? It doesn't... See, this is the thing. She's saying that like it's a fact. The writer says it's not. You you know what I mean? Like People that see the movie don't think it is. You're like, fuck that. This is what it is because I say it is. It's a commentary on rape culture and much more. It's a story that allows a woman to recover. It gives her agency. It gives her power. It allows her to reclaim the story. That is something that can't be ignored. This originally appeared on, of course, Femimom because uh, you have to be a feminist mom in order to understand her point. Mm. Um, of course, there's tons of comments on this. And it's mostly people being like, are you fucking serious? No. Which, um, obviously there will be no reply to. <laughs> Cause she don't want to hear that. Yeah. Like people are like, here's the thing that sucks is like, there's going to be times where you see something and you're like, that's fucking, that is over the line. That is a problem. That is this, that is this. But like, like, yes, all women was a thing where I was like, yeah, that obviously uh, that makes sense. Mm hmm. This is one of those things where I'm like, you're forcing it. You're just doing this as a way to to get an angle on the story, not a 
this is a what really happened in the movie, but I'm going to ignore anything that doesn't fit my evidence to make my point, um, which is what a lot of movie reviews are becoming and one of the reasons I pretty much avoid all movie reviews and movie think pieces and shit because mm-hmm. they typically avoid anything that would contradict them at all and it's like it's not a game you really shouldn't play like this that and the, the thing about it i'm like you i had to stop listening to a lot of them because to me if i listen to your movie review i'm listening on your opinion of the movie right. not your preconceived notion of what you thought the movie was going to be not your own just not your own agendas that you may have with certain actors, the director, the writer, uh, the things that the shit was based off of. I'm listening to your review for what do you think about the movie that was laid before you, not the other shit that has nothing to do with what you're reviewing. And I have a big issue when people tell me. Uh, you know, I reviewed the movie and here's my opinion. You're not really giving me your opinion. You're giving me uh, your opinion on other bullshit that's irrelevant to the movie that you saw at hand and trying to tie a pretty bow going, this is my review, when it's not really your review. It's just your opinion about other shit and you just smack the name of a movie on it. You know, the shit that bothers me is you just know some fucking uh, dude is going to write the uh, this is a movie about hating man piece. Because I... Cause like when I watched it, I was like, I could see some asshole doing that. Oh, you know, oh, so all men is evil and bad. There's not one good man in this whole fucking movie. The only man she can trust, she makes a slave. I can, I can feel it. You know, it might already be out there in the fucking ether. That's true. But that's because you walk in the theater with this shit. Yeah. Uh, what was that movie we seen with the girl without the hair? That orange hair, brave. Yeah, Brave. Yes, a lot of people said the same thing about that movie, too. Because but what about that rape was in it? Not rape, but when you was talking about, about all men, because remember at the end, she didn't choose any of the princes. I mean, oh, she, prince. prince. Yeah, she didn't pray for prince. Yeah, yeah, so they came off with this agenda. You was like, that's irrelevant. Right, but if they would have, yeah, men, this movie about hating men, it's like, yes. okay. You, you walked in with that, didn't you? Are you part of uh, some sort of uh, online community about 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 men needing to, needing to be coveted or some shit like what the fuck uh but yeah people in the comments uh one lady writes oh for crying out loud why can't it just be a damn story why does it always have to be a feminist issue why oh why do people always make mountains out of molehills just enjoy the movie or not but please stop making things worse than they are um this people replies yeah because you're making another, something out of nothing another person said, i saw this movie with my daughter last weekend in no way shape or form does this scene indicate a rape is taking place nor does a rational thinking person's mind go there this is a ridiculous uh article that's the other thing too that people forget children are not walking in going yeah what does it say about rape yeah, and my and, and I keep harping on this. It is PG, PG, yeah. not even PG thirteen. It's PG. Which but means, fucked up things happen in PG movies, Karen. Yes, it does. So if Bambi's mom can get shot, if fucking like if all these characters' parents die and shit, and the fucking fucked up things can't happen, it doesn't matter if it's PG or not. That we saw it and it didn't happen. That's more important than any rating. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it doesn't have to be a violent sexual assault for it to count, quote unquote. It just didn't. It just wasn't one. There was no, nothing sexual about that at all. You know, it's like the you know what it is. It's like the people that look at the um, picture of uh, Willow Smith and they go, "See, now see that that's a shame. She on that bed sleeping like some kind of hoe." 
she's sleeping like a fucking girl she's not thinking about sex she can just be sitting there looking at tv which is what that picture was of these niggas weren't spooning you know what i'm saying like, ah! but that's but as an adult your mind because your mind's already experienced all these things as an adult you go right to that even though that's not there you're reading that into that you know um so it, you know I, I i don't know man I, I mean people bring their own experiences to the theater you can't take it away from people but yeah i so many people out here are just like uh what the fuck are you talking about um so uh jl covan left a comment on here of course uh raping her her own raping her her wings just on a plot point he was supposed to kill her and he took the wings as false proof of her death while leaving her alive because he cared for her so now anything a man does to a woman you can use the word rape even if it has nothing to do with rape so by me trashing this absurd overreach i think your five-year-old understood the meaning of the movie without your insights am i commenting on this uh post or am i really raping this blog and thereby (laughs) committing sexual aggression towards you i am holding out hope that this is a parody post uh <laughs> i like that his job says unpaid intern at stand-up comedy <laughs> jl uh well, tammy says holy smoke seriously metaphorical rape rape through her wings these statements absolutely made me cringe rape did not end up in a disney movie but the author's trying awfully hard to put it there let's say the outrage for all the situations where it legitimately belongs yeah you actually tag like like she actually tagged three articles of actual stories where people got raped to this article they had no rape but yeah like but i'm just saying like that's where you could talk about it you know what i mean it's not like they went like it's not like she lost her wings and then someone came out of nowhere and said well you shouldn't have fell asleep around her look what you had on your wings hanging all out, looking all good. You know what I mean? Like there was no, there was never a point where they were like, "Let's kick this metaphor to overdrive. Let's make this about rape." So, I don't know. People, I don't know. Like I said, it's a real problem. I, it, I just yep. didn't see it in this movie. Nope. Um, speaking of people that see agendas before they hit the uh, the door, uh, men's right activists blame feminists for alleged threats against the Detroit Confab men's rights activists are raising money to save a conference scheduled for later this month after the venue received alleged death threats here's the thing that's weird to me i did not know men's rights activists was a thing for real me that happened Mm-mm. i assumed this is a joke yeah i assumed that maybe from a woman's perspective men had all the goddamn rights like uh, i assumed that men had rights until but you know how they have like um on campus sometimes they'll have like the anti-affirmative action dude but really he says he's for white rights or something mm-hmm. and like we know that's a real person because they do interviews they're on tv like they they'll make the news every once in a while i didn't know men's right activists were a thing until um on twitter i saw women that talk about them but i never actually had an interaction with any i d- these dudes exist that's crazy mm-hmm. and a lot of them probably go around and harass these women not all yeah. but oh, a no, lot I'm, of them do i'm sure a ton of them do because i see them talk about it like mm-hmm. oh i hate when i say something and then mra dudes are all up in my timeline i'm like mra what is the mra is that oh, did, they, did you misspell nra like yeah that, did you mean different. mma 
yeah, yeah like what exactly did you oh no you really mean there are dudes who sit around fighting feminists online all day and they've organized themselves into groups to do this fighting insanity and it's one of those things and, where like i know these people are real people yes they are you know they're making responses they're they're, they're they own these twitter accounts where the fuck are they in real life I've, i'm as a dude i've never run into these dudes like do they is it like a secret cabal like mm-hmm. or is it just like it's your misogynistic friends but then they don't cop to the fact that they're part of these groups like so maybe you're talking to a dude and he's like man i'll tell you this much women need to stay barefoot and in the kitchen like uh that's funny but i disagree my wife is me we treat it as equals we both do chores around the house and all this they shit and then they go oh i won't tell rod but then the next dude he's like hell yeah brother up top and he's like come to the mra meeting detroit mm-hmm. We'll that, put these bitches under in the place that they need to be. Invite you at the club, and I have a question: mm-hmm. How many black folks is? How many black men? I'm sorry, men is in this club. That's what I want to know. You know what? I don't want even want to say it's a white only thing because uh, there's a lot of niggas that hate women. Yeah, that's true too. I've seen you and too. That, and I've that, seen you too, Karen. And, they out there. No, no, no. And and I'm not trying to say they don't hate women because a lot of men hate women. How many black people have this club right here that goes around? Oh, oh, like how the NRA yes. doesn't seem to have a lot of black. That, that's what I'm. I, I'm, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not saying that black folks, the black men, don't like women. I'm saying how many black men's right clubs do you see out there going around with this agenda? I they individually, as far as I know, I'm so fucking in the dark on this. I don't know. Okay, I was just I asking. I can't even tell you with any certainty. I didn't know this shit was real. I was like, well, that's hilarious. And then you see like the tiff time on your timeline. You're like, so wait, this is happening or y'all are like joking? Like I thought the He Man Woman Haters Club was like a running joke. Not Mm-mm. motherfuckers really sitting on the internet like, let's oh the feminists talking about rape again. Let's go tell them what, that it's not us raping. Janet Bloomfield, social media director at the International Conference of Men's Issues. That's right, it's a lady. They're progressive. Made an appeal. I wonder if women look at her like, you motherfucking sellout. I got to get this check, y'all. Men's rights pay as much as anything else. Yep. No, they should have a dude having to do it. They should. All jokes aside, they should. They should have a man doing it. If you want to do every goddamn thing, handle the social part of it, too. Made an appeal for donations in a 17-minute video produced by men's rights blogger Dan Esme. Posted online Sunday night. This dude looks like he used a woman's touch. Looks a bit unkempt. The video features dozens of other supporters describing themselves as real people who are advocates for men and boys' rights and critics of feminism. The group has exceeded its $25,000 goal by Tuesday morning. The money is needed to pay for additional security at the event, scheduled June 27th and 28th at the Doubletree Suites in Hilton in Detroit. Paul Elam, founder and publisher of A Voice for Men. Wow, this is real. Which Mm -hmm. is which is hosting the conference, said the hotel had sent him a certified letter asking the group to pay for seven Detroit police officers to stay in guard at three shifts 24 hours a day at the hotel to protect the safety of other guests. Because they do not want to deal with people being angry at y'all there, showing up and causing the calamity at their hotel. What do you, what do you mean? The hotel. There's like, oh. we don't want to deal with protesters coming here. Oh. We don't want to deal with people being angry that you're here. We don't, you know, because feminists are going to hear about it. So you, you, a lot of have feminists stand up and protest in front of, in front of their hotel. 
Yeah, really? You really think feminists are gonna come out there to like fight these dudes? Not all, but you I know. don't think I. I really don't think they would. Maybe I'm naive. Maybe I'm crazy, but I don't know where all this feminist violence is supposed to be coming from. What? What? Do we have precedent for this? Of the yeah, remember the the bombing of the of uh, and and like and and and, and, I, and I guess um, not to say the group would be a big group, but you know a lot of these even if it was four people, I've never heard of feminists going out hurting people. Period. I've never heard of it. Have you? Not this public. No, I've never heard of this shit. And it would have made something. Everything makes the news now. Like. It would have been uh feminist attacks uh man's right advocate. Like it would have made <laughs> it would have made some then sort of news. Known that the group existed. The knockout game became national news and there were like five victims. Somebody would have fucking put out the uh feminists are hurting men fucking <laughs> that would that would have led Fox News. This is bullshit. I bet he didn't even get a fucking letter. Oh, so they made the letter up too? I, don't, I, I bet he made it up. The hotel also required organizers to pay $2 million in commercial general liability insurance and additional insurance for the police officers, Elon said. MC told the raw story. How is that possible? People have events at these places all the time and don't be paying all this money. The, the insurance policy will cost the group about $1,000 altogether. So you basically pay $1,000 and they promise to give you $2 million, but they assume that nothing's going to happen. A police spokesman told Detroit News that the hotel had contacted the department about hiring off-duty officers to provide security, but he told the newspaper that police had not been notified about any threats against the hotel or the conference. The hotel's owner so told the, making this shit up. The hotel owners told the newspaper that he was unaware of the conference and any threats made against it, but said it wasn't unusual for hotels to require additional security for some events. Yeah, he probably. I think he probably made this up, man. Robbed these, gaffled these dudes out of twenty-five G's plus. He will, we have received numerous calls and threats and are concerned for the safety and well-being of our employees. I guess in your attendees, hotel officials said Thursday in a letter to Elam, the threats have escalated to include death threats, physical violence against our staff and other guests, as well as damage to the property. Is this what he's saying? This is what the hotel's saying. He's saying the letter, the certified letter, uh, is saying that to him. Okay. Okay, but then you know what? No, this sounds like some shit you're trying to blow out of proportion and make a story that's not really a story because uh, you calling a, a, a Marriott uh, Express and they like, uh, hello? Um, um, yes, sir, I'll get you the manager. Uh, the manager come in. Uh, yes, uh, we heard. Um, no, we have not sent any official letters out. We do occasionally ask that. Um, no, we have not gotten any death threats. We have not heard about this, nor have we been notified by uh, the police. Okay, okay, um, my, 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 this is my name and this is my number and, um, alright, alright, and, uh, you have a good day. Bye bye. No, d- yeah, just do make this shit up. What the fuck would the threats from feminists sound like anyway, you know? Who knows? We're gonna write a million blog pieces on these motherfuckers. Oh, a my think God. piece on a think piece. Hashtag cancel this conference. <laughs> what the fuck? Hashtag my think piece is already written. Yeah, um, Esme said event organizers have not provided details about the threats, but he suspected they might have been made by some controversial groups, outspoken critics. We've had ongoing problems with feminist esta- the feminist establishment, which is a multi-billion dollar hate industry for years. The Southern Poverty Law Center has described a voice for men as women haters whose fury goes well beyond criticism of the family court system, domestic violence laws, and false rape accusations. But the organization stopped short of calling them a hate group. 
as may said the media and feminist establishment phrases he conceded sounded like a conspiracy theory had long described men's rights activists as violent misogynists a false narrative that has been created to make us look like a threat this has been going on for 40 years Esme said the feminist establishment has marginalized men's rights activists because they claim domestic violence is not a gender issue and that women's shelters and other services intend to protect the victims actually harm actually harm them. Uh, they have a lot of money at stake. Esme said he can I don't know. I'm not going there. I'm not going to read how they think that happens. Okay. He wasn't sure if he, if the threats, I'm about to say, that shit makes no sense. He wasn't sure if the threats were related to fatal shootings last month by seven people by the gunman who had lumped among men's rights, who has been lumped among men's rights activists. Although Esme said, and others bristle at the comparison. If they're related to the shooting, they're doing it opportunistically, he said. He was disappointed that some of the group's opponents had apparently tried to shut down the conference instead of attending. We have multiple times offered to contact protesters and talk, invited them to peacefully protest and attend, you know, find out we're, that we're human. You know, it's funny is, you know, he was like, y'all should come. And uh, if you want to protest peacefully and you want to see what we're talking about, no problem. It's $175 per person. Uh, we just uh, need that up front. That's all they'll tell me is that they won't talk to terrorists or make fun of me or just ignore me. Um, so yeah, man, a voice for men. Don't let them silence us. International Congress for men issues. Uh, oh, they got a video? Yeah, they got a video and everything. Oh shit. Let's see what this is about. Um, it's 17 minutes. What the fuck could possibly be this interesting? Hi. I'm Janet Bloomfield. Wait, the, they made the woman do it? Wait, what? Yeah, because none of these quote-unquote men don't want their faces to be seen because they are normal men. And if they, it's one of those things where, yeah, they hide behind those screen names. Well, there's some men on here. Okay. Uh, eventually. Cynical amongst us could never have guessed what this would actually turn into. Oh, my God. I know women want to choke her. I know women had to be watching this like you fucking. It's like me watching like Herman Cain talk about black people and shit. You just like, are you serious? I am Algier Gracindo. I am a real person. I am a critical of feminism. I am an advocate for men and boys, and they are trying to silence me. Why are you reading this like a hostage letter? That's true. Uh, please inform my family I am alive. My name is Erin Pitsy. I'm the international founder of the Women's Shelter Movement. I believe that radical gender feminism has destroyed families and hurts children. I am an advocate for men and boys, and they are trying to silence me. So she's also reading hers. My name is Anil Kumar. I'm a real person. I'm a critic of feminism. This dude looks like somebody that would be on uh, To Catch a Predator. Yeah. And I am looking for a little friend, a girl, how I brought wine cooler. I am an advocate for men and boys. Feminists are trying to silence me. Hi, I'm Warren Farrell. I'm a real human being. Sometimes I have been critical of feminism. I am an advocate for boys and men as well as women and girls. All these people are like pedophiles. And he's the only... And the, the, I know there's no family pictures in the background, by the way. 
No, go. Oh, yeah, I got something to say. Play, go please, ahead, go ahead. No, my thing is this. Um, when you talk about uh, that you're against feminism or feminist. No, I'm critical of feminism. Okay, critical. You know, my yeah, bad. Which means I never, ever, 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 ever fucking agree. But I'm just critical, Karen. I know. I'm not against it. I just never, never, ever, 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 ever think it's good ever the first the <laughs> last person you paid played was the only person that was like yeah i'm on both sides like like and it's one thing where when you talk about men's rights there are some things that are unfairly balanced against men don't get me wrong like the court systems and things like that maternity and all that stuff but overall in general the way the world runs the way our society runs men rule everything and you can't hide behind that fact so are you like actually taking them serious right now (laughs) what are you doing it's not this is not for this is for jokes these niggas i'm not debating this with these niggas these losers put their internet faces up and was like i'm being silenced by the feminist movement you know what do do, do you think this (laughs) do you think this is a letter they sent out to everybody was like look this is the official letter we want everybody to read they're obviously reading the same statement karen the fact that they keep saying men and boys, by the way. Mm. Mm-mm. You like to say no? Sound like some nambler shit. And they're trying to silence me. I am the Pope. Yeah! I'm here to talk about men and boys issues. And I'm critical of the feminist movement. And they're trying to silence me. <laughs> I'm Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm Brian Singer, director of X-Men. Ah. I'm here on behalf of men and boys. And I like to touch them. <laughs> They're trying to silence me. From touching these boys. <laughs> oh, man. I'm against feminism. The individuals protesting this event. Wait, that was all the people they could find? That was like four people. Hold on, there's got to be more people. Oh, my God, a black woman. What? Oh, no, Crystal Garcia, maybe she's black. I don't know. To meet those costs. My name is Krista Garcia. I am a real person. I am a critic of feminism. I am an advocate for men and boys. And they are trying to silence me. My name is Patrice Stanton. I'm a real person. I'm a critic of feminism. I'm an advocate for men and boys. I kind of want to submit a video now. Mm-hmm. Just to see if I can make it in. Because these people aren't even that passionate. They didn't even mm-hmm. memorize their lines. They're reading. Yeah, yeah, they're reading. I'm gonna be like, I'm Rodimus Prime, and I'm sick of these motherfucking feminists on this motherfucking plane. No, you, they would never edit your video, uh, sir. I can y'all, do more than one take. You ought to, you ought to do the uh, uh, the blackface makeup I gave you with the Mickey Mouse hands and mm. do this video. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mickey Mouse. I'm against feminism. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, these niggas! Y'all didn't talk about animals. I'm against feminists, and I love men's and boys. Mm. I love them a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is going on with that? Bring them all over here. To and they trying me. to they trying to silence my love of these men's and yeah, boys. Yeah, they trying to silence the noise of me sucking these dicks. Trying to shut me down. Yes, they are. They, I man. will not stand for this foolishness. 
Yeah, that would take, that would be about all it takes to probably not make the, I should do as many, <laughs> as many takes as possible that won't make it. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. A, I'm a critic of, of these bitches. Oh, wait, we take, so we can't say it out loud? Okay, just think mm-hmm. it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. My bad, uh, t- take two. Yeah, I just feel like if you panned out on all these videos with the women, there's a dude holding a rifle to her head off screen. You know, it's just like, read it! Read the fucking copy! I'm a critic of, uh, feminists and, uh, I'm about to advocate for men and boys. You please. ain't crying! Yeah. And they're trying to silence me. My name's Tom Golden. I'm a real human being. I'm critical of feminism and I am an advocate for boys and men. Oh, he mixed it up. Also, BVD, the East Coast family. MC Brains. <laughs> All the initials he probably know. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an advocate for boys. MLB. I'm an advocate for boys to men. Motown Philly. Back again. I'm an advocate against TLC. <laughs> Rihanna. All them bitches. Oh, my God. This is horrendous. <laughs> Men's right activists. And, and feminists are going to attack them. That... Watch out, watch out, fellas. Here they come. They're going to stop being scared of street harassment and get the capping up in this bitch. Yes, that's what they do. <laughs> the fact that anyone would go to Detroit to do terrorism, that's it. That's, it looks like a victim of terrorism already. The city already has been as terrorized as it can be. Yes. Speaking of terrorism. In San Francisco, people are going around and flipping smart cars onto their sides. Yeah. <laughs> and they say they do that because the cars are small and light. I, but I would be pissed if I walked outside. I don't spend all this goddamn money in them smart cars and my shit on the side. Oh, you want to help the environment, nerd? Nerd. <laughs> help this environment. Yes. Fucking nerd. Oh, my God. Your yeah. car only take up two feet. Push it that way. The latest tippings of the small two-seat car. By the way, how hippie does your city have to be to have this problem? The latest. <laughs> Very hippie. You know what's easier to flip? A motorcycle. But you know why you won't flip it? Because most of them people will whoop your ass. Yeah. You just don't think these hippies will fight over these fucking cars. You get the yeah. surprise of your life. Yeah. You know what's easier to flip? A bike. You know why you don't waste it? Because it doesn't fucking matter somebody put down that fucking bong and run outside and whoop your ass yep. flipping their car what uh the prank is considered felony vandalism so then it should be i hope they catch these fuckers and find them <laughs> these fucking frat boys going around yeah like, there's a smart car let's flip it over Woo! not so smart now are your car like a dumb car on your side yeah, stupid ass car cannot wait for one of these to snap pack. a picture of me now car I can't wait for one of these cars to accidentally tip back on the motherfucker that is trying to flip it. Mm-hmm. You and know that's crushed. coming. You know that's You're gonna coming. You're going to hear about somebody doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a new article um, about sex education class. I was livid. I was speechless. I called the school immediately. Local parents are outraged tonight over the pictures that their children saw in sex ed class at school. So they called Team 10. Some of the images that you are about to see are graphic. Investigator Melissa Masiha shows us why the health care group or the health group in charge of the presentation says it's not their fault. 
I got a copy of the presentation, and I can tell you some of the parents still furious over it. One parent told me it's not so much the information in here, but some of the images that were shown. These are black and white photos of part of the sex ed presentation Wednesday at Pine Valley Middle School in Pine Valley. It says top conception myths and talks about douching with this photo. This one shows a man ah! on all fours with a woman standing on him saying girl on top can still get pregnant. But this one enraged parents the most. The slide also focused on conception myths then showed this. The caption, a real man loves his woman every day of the month. And the man has blood on his face, basically, guys. Oh. Yeah, uh, the other one was a man, nothing sexual about it, just a man on all fours with a woman standing on his back. And it said, oh, even a woman on top can still get pregnant. Like, they're trying to make jokes and make light of sex education because, mm -hmm. you know, it can be a very... Um, nervous time for kids and yes um, you're trying stuff. to lighten it up get yeah. them to relax a little bit yeah the period joke does seem a bit over the top yes. you, you really got to feel the temperature of the room before you put that slide on blurred part of the photo this is horrific this is unacceptable material this parent didn't want to be identified she said when her son showed her the presentation most of the slides looked okay but then she saw the photos that's something you can't unsee this is definitely more than r-rated this is x-rated the presentation the blood one has to be the one she's talking about yeah because the other ones yeah. wouldn't they just said it and they showed you in a kind of a jokeful way what they mean without actually showing people having sex yeah and they went and got uh like the one about douche the douching just has a picture of jersey shore dudes and it's like douchebags so. yeah because to the kids that's a joke okay that's yeah. a douche yeah they just the, this one joke was a little over the top it was organized by Mountain Empire Family Medicine. The CEO issued Team 10 a statement. It says in part, all information was pre-screened by the district and approved prior to presentation. I also visited the Mountain Empire School District in Campo. The superintendent said curriculum is approved through the Pupil Services Department. She wouldn't go on camera either, but part of Dr. Kathy Granger's statement says we will continue to review materials and collaborate with Mountain Health to ensure that the instruction that is delivered is age appropriate. Have you talked to any parents that have no problem with it? No, everybody I've spoke to is livid. The district has met with several parents. One parent told me sex ed was canceled Thursday. Dr. Granger said the presentation has already been, quote, modified. For Team 10, I'm investigator Melissa Masiha. And the superintendent says comprehensive sexual health instruction is mandated by the education code. She also said curriculum is available for parents to view in advance. Which no one did, of course, because no one raises their kids anymore. No, and they expect the school to raise a kid. And this sounds like a parent that wouldn't have wanted any pictures in there. Yeah, that was the thing. The one that was like, I was living. Uh, I mean, maybe it's because I'm not uh, a parent. So chalk it up as that. Don't write me. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, that to me, I would not have been that offended. I'm like, well, the blood on the face one is too far. But the rest... You got to talk to them about sex somehow, and you might as well make it fun. You know, break up some of the awkwardness with a little bit of humor because you can't just tell a bunch of immature-ass kids, be serious, this is about sex, and it's scary, and it's going to kill y'all. Don't do it. That's what. That's really what the parents want them to say. Mm -hmm. And instead, they're Don't like, fuck. yeah, well, you know, the woman's standing on top of a dude. Like, there's nothing sexual about that, you know, that. 
yeah, it's, yeah, because it's, it's, it's that one picture. Yeah, she sounded like a parent that probably wouldn't hadn't even talked to, to her child about sex. Yeah, she's like, I was just offended that they was talking about sex at all. Of course. Um, I'm not gonna go deep into it, but uh, ESPN made a poll uh, about LeBron James and the mind of fans, and they broke it down by race. And uh, this is exactly what the fuck I told y'all for years. And now you have the numbers to prove it. So everybody that did not agree with me can suck my dick. No. All those fucking letters that I got. All those Twitter responses that I got over the years. All the, hey, I'm from Cleveland and it's not about race. Well, guess what? The poll decided uh, it's about race more than a little bit. The only demographic of fans that LeBron James has not bounced back with after winning two titles in Miami white people of course and of course black people jump back the most he has more fans now than he did before the decision with black people i can understand that because we're just watching the game and it's cool we're not looking at him as the white dude who did this white people were very uncomfortable with the display of uh ownership that he took over his own career mm-hmm. and uh it's cool till you own it yeah, I fucking told y'all. And it's the elephant in the room and nobody can talk about it, which is why we can talk about it on this fucking podcast. Because if I was on ESPN or some shit, we had to come up with a way to talk around it without making white people feel bad. Sorry, you might be racist. Yeah. You know that whole uppity shit that people didn't like about LeBron James? That's real. You know, that shit is real. Mm-hmm. The uh, Stay in your place. I don't see why he had to do it. Why is he celebrating with a parade when he go went to Miami? I don't know. Why does Shaq do it? And no one calls that shit crass. No, they don't. Like, you, it's, it's because he was a black dude that took agency of his own career with that decision shit. And the powerlessness that you felt saying, oh, it's just showboating and blah, blah, blah. And then your ass watched it anyway. And he that's when you realize, God damn, this dude got power over my life. You've been fighting it ever since. Mm-hmm. And I, and it doesn't mean that if you're black and you dislike LeBron James that you're not, uh, also using the same racial mentality of hating him either. A lot of, it's a lot of race in sports that people don't talk about. We talk about it on truth. here. Um, but yeah, people that don't like LeBron James, white. Not, I'm not, can't even pretend to be shocked. Mm-mm. 25. I didn't even play the no, music. And, 25. I didn't play the music, and, but. This is fucking with black people, 25. And even for me, I normally don't uh, get into that, but I remember it was a while ago, I think it was like his first first ring. Um, we was watching uh, the playoff game, and we was. this is when you were joking about uh, uh, LeBron James better than, uh, what was LeBron James? Yeah, LeBron James better than Michael Jordan right now. Yeah. And I just started going through like a series, like a joke. It was just joking, 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 joking. And I think people actually like cue and have like people names in their searches because all of a sudden these people came out of nowhere. Because like you say, a lot of these people that had him have had that shit in there. The second somebody comes and says something, they feel like they obligate to have something to say. And I was like, motherfucker, I'm joking. Beat it. You know, um, because like I said, I'm not. Well, more importantly than that, I remember when I did the search after LeBron won titles or anytime he has a big game, I'll just do a random search on Twitter, LeBron James, nigger. Mm -hmm. You can't keep up with the tweets. No. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. They fly. If like, I'm like, it's amazing, God. It's amazing. But I would routinely get, well, it has nothing to do with race, right? It has nothing to do with race. 
I, if I search fucking, uh, Shane Battier, nigger, I know it's not gonna come up. If I first search fucking, uh, Steve Nash, nigger, you know it's not gonna come up. Like, it's specifically because this dude pissed off a lot of white people. A mm. lot of white people with that shit. Yes, he did. And a lot of white people, especially in sports, feel like I'm holding back my racism as a favor to you. Yeah. And the second you step out of line, it's like, well, now I can unleash that racism. It's why Donald Sterling had to fucking go, man. It's why those kids, this is why those players could not have boycotted. Oh, they no. would they would have found the comment section to be quite Donald Sterling if those motherfuckers stopped going to work. And the NBA knows that. And the NBA was like, we got to shut this shit down. They didn't want to have to deal with the longevity of every time, any team. But 82 games a year, we're going to have to hear uh, about Donald Sterling. That's why he couldn't own it. His wife couldn't own it. Nobody associated because they were like, we got to get y'all asses out of here. Yep. That's why I still fuck with LeBron, dog. I'm still rooting for him. Me too. Um, so uh yeah and um of course uh like i said i didn't play the music but 25 i didn't even think about it until i started reading it i feel fucked with Duh! um but not surprised because i told y'all just nobody i'm i'm saving this i'm bookmarking this shit forever next motherfucker try to tell me something it's not a mountain race oh really is it not because it seems quite fucking quite fucking breaking down upon the lines of race like oh so accurate Speaking of race. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we play or read news articles from all over the globe. And we, uh... Make you guys guess the race. The chat room plays along. They try to guess the race of people involved. And uh, those niggas are racist. So don't be surprised by what you hear. <laughs> Number one. The ex-wife of a DeVille motorist who died in a Wednesday crash is facing charges that she and her current husband, husband broke into the deceased man's home Thursday and took items according to a release. Oh my! A neighbor called Rapids Parish Sheriff's Office around 6 p.m., saying that he had seen the ex-wife, uh, 52-year-old Tina K. Richo, and uh, going into the house in Stubblefield Road. Uh, now, so your ex-husband dies, you run up in his crib. Oh my! Y'all don't y'all don't go together no more. You sure don't. You signed them papers over, baby. You don't get shit. He died on Wednesday, and you're going into his house less than 24 hours later. The pair told, I mean, can you get him in the ground? The pair told deputies that they had talked to their attorney who claimed, who they claimed told them that Tina Rachel could take what she wanted from the house because she had a living will. She has a living will? What does that have to do with him? Does he have a living will? Deputies determined that a living will was not a proper document that was needed in this case. No! Detectives responded also, detectives responded also and found evidence that in, that the entry had been gained through a forced entry. Yeah, if you have to break in the house, you might should not be there. No. The two were arrested and booked, uh, uh, at the detention center, both were charged with simply simple burglary and criminal damage. In addition, Richie Richow, Richie Ricky Richow, what kind of name is that? 
uh, a convicted felon was charged with being a felon in possession of a firearm because why not tina, no. tina was released on thirty seven hundred and thirty seven hundred dollar bond he he was released on sixty two hundred bond sixty two hundred dollars bond because he's a man am i right men's rights activists mm-hmm. hmm? women always getting off light with the law am <laughs> i right then they want to attack us at our press conference in fucking detroit home of robocop uh let's check the chat room see what they think the race is food stamp bitch says leonard brothers white white she got on that low bell white says uh Hiploida. reason why ghost hunt white people <laughs> yeah this is the oh, reason my. that only white people star in those movies you stole my shit <laughs> porcelain pussy owner oh my black people don't make wills only white people feel that privilege outweigh a legal will. A legal will. Only uh, let's see one who bathes in privilege. A real person in favor of men and boys. <laughs> <laughs> My lawyer involved. How stupid! Now stupid, nasty nigger. <laughs> Said the Reverend Sonya. White <laughs> privilege and Cajun cracker. The correct answer is, yes. and everyone got it. White except little brothers. He missed it. And Litter Brothers. Racism was way off. Wrong. Nice try, bro. Here's another one. Been covering a lot of bomb hoaxes lately. A British man made a hoax bomb phone call because his brother wanted to finish work early. Oh. Luke Luke Brown made the 999 call. 999? Oh, it was the 911. That's the uh, Herman Cain version, I guess. Of, uh, Would you get a pizza with it? Right. Call 999. Now, that, see, that is my plan for you to get an emergency. Nine toppings, nine inches for nine dollars. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Luke Brown made the call, claiming a bomb was due to go off in a shopping mall in six hours' time. Brown told police his brother who was working at Burger King and wanted to go home early. Said his brother asked him to make a call to the police and make something up. Police said the call was astonishing and in its stupidity. They carried out a discreet sweep of the shopping mall, but soon established it was a hoax. Brown was has been sentenced to six months in Young Offenders Institution. So now he's going to jail because this motherfucker called in a fake bomb hoax to get his brother off work. Now, what's funny about that is I have a little brother. This nigga would not have done that in a million years. Mm-mm. Hey, man, I need to get off work at Wendy's. Can you, like, uh, call the bomb threat in? No. <laughs> well, can you just make That's something up? That's some real love. Yeah, just make something up for me, bro. Come on, man. Look out for your brother. No, nigga, just leave. Just uh, Don't go in today. Yeah, just quit. Just, just fucking leave. What are they going to do? It's a mick job. You get another one tomorrow. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? OC, original colonizer. White. Oh. Don't nobody do dumb mess like that. One who speaks out against <laughs> feminism. Uh, latest stock on 24 son. So he's, he's going with some sort of, uh, Middle Eastern, uh, Michael T. Ford. White, getting off work at Burger King, Brixton, resident black. Oh, wait, no, he's going with white. Lady Stark is white on that show. White, they took his emergency phone call seriously. Ah! <laughs> yeah, black person call him. Uh, it's some bombs and shit. Um, I'm gonna need y'all to, um, like, I think we about to, uh, blow this motherfucker up. Mm-hmm. Sir, sir, come on. We know black people don't know how bombs work. And don't be calling us with these rap religious, sir. Get off our line. Click. Yeah. Sir, let's be honest. Uh, there's no way you know how a bomb works. Are you trying to say something is the bomb? Because yes. that's different. Uh, the correct answer is white. White. 
everyone got that one let's go to the bonus round you guys are on point today Double the points, double the raise. Double the points and the raise. That's right. Double the points, double the race. It is the bonus round of Guess the Race, where everything's worth double the points and double the race. Duh. Um, chat room's mostly two for two. Let's see if they can uh, keep it going. A Waffle House waitress. Uh-oh. Sought to have a, her boy's toy murder her husband on Memorial Day. Oh, was he smothered, covered, chunked, and dumped? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she wanted on Memorial Day so nobody would ever forget. Ah! A Waffle House waitress. First of all, who is sleeping with Waffle House waitresses? That's a thing that's safe to do with your penis? I don't uh, think so. Mm-hmm. A Waffle House waitress in southern Indiana plotted to have her lover whack her husband at the couple's home on Memorial Day while she was out at a picnic with her children. Melissa Barger, 38, planned to leave her new Albany home unlocked to allow boyfriend Matthew Pavlison, 26, all good for her, robbing the cradle, to slip in and murder her husband, Lee Barger, with a stolen gun. Sound like something all snapped. Mm-hmm. The couple planned to make the killing look like a botched burglary. Speaking about her children, Barger told her younger beau, I'm sorry, I'm sure they'll cry for a minute or two. Damn. The Bargers were married for 22 years and had three children together. You couldn't have just left? Mm-hmm. Cops said Melissa Barger's murder plot never materialized because Pavlison told police about it and he was busted trying to steal the murder weapon May 7th. So he got caught trying to steal the weapon that he just told the whole plot. Men, am I right? I'm against men's rights. Maybe he's a men's rights activist. I'm against it in this incident. Shut up. He agreed to wear a wire, recorded three conversations about the plan hit with Melissa Barger. I wonder why I had to record three. I know at some point it was like, really, dog? You, you got what you need. Oh, they want to be sure they incriminated her. During one conversation, Pavlison asked, you want him dead and gone? Barger responded, it's the only way I'm going to get away from him. Barger was arrested in New Albany Waffle House where she worked on May 23rd. Wow, they came to the Waffle House. Now, somebody didn't get their food on time. No, they was mad. She was being held at Harrison County Jail on $50,000 bond on charges of felony conspiracy to commit murder. Barger was also being held in jail on burglary charges. Authorities said Lee Barger was blindsided to learn his wife wanted him dead. The scary thing that is that there wasn't a life insurance policy and they don't own their home. She just wanted this nigga dead. <laughs> She was like, I'm tired he of took, you. He took all the right precautions to stay alive. And she still was like, I don't like your ass. You got to die. It's just perplexing what would drive her to this extreme. Lee Barger filed for divorce last week. Guess the race of uh, Marissa, I mean, Melissa Barger, 38, and Matthew Pavlison, both the same race. Uh, guess the race, guys. Chat room says, one who cooks meth on the grills at Waffle House when no one is around. Oh yeah, that that would be a good show. Uh, Breaking Bad version of Waffle House. One who responds to pushy customers with "Kiss my grits." Is that a white thing or black thing? I don't know. I'm from the South. Albany equal white. One who makes white only waffles. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, Inigo Montoya. 
uh, an actress with from two bloke girls porcelain appearances whiter than unseasoned food oh black woman wouldn't have to kill her man to get him out of her kid's life oh <laughs> oh that racism oh, that's hurt yeah that racism hurts so yeah, good you know they leave on their own yeah that's a first for me man uh that's a first uh, that was close to the heart that's, a first, <laughs> that's the first in a long time that someone said something racist enough to make me go ouch uh <laughs> white pancake butt that's well maybe a waffle but uh that's an old tv show so white the correct answer is, is white. white everyone got it great job everyone great job um all right it's time to get out of here but we can't leave without talking about sore ratchetness karen that's okay? right it's the thing that is plaguing the world right now people making excuses for it mm-hmm. by the way i got all 7500 of you who sent me the sick temple um the Sikh temple uh sword fight got it so nobody else needs to send me this being it's going to be covered at some point we will discuss it please 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 do not send it to me anymore all right guys i I get it it's a sword fight you thought of us it has been seventy-five thousand of those though so we're good now harris county deputies fleeing woman was tasered at the sword attack on neighbors that's right a spring woman is in jail after she allegedly attacked two women with a sword Thursday. Uh, Harris County deputies say that they were called to Stonely, the Stonely Apartments at the report of a family disturbance. When they arrived, they found Humera Mahmoud, 44, in the parking lot and two other women who had been stabbed in their arm and side with a small sword. Oh, my. One of the women, Karen Torres, 48, was stabbed after finding Mahmoud destroying her plants outside her apartment door. My mom heard someone breaking her plants outside. She opened the door and saw the woman with the sword outside. My mood tried to push her away for into the push her way into the apartment, but my mom grabbed the sword and pushed her away. Taurus says after her mom got the deadbolt locked, she called nine one one while the woman outside hacked at the door with the sword. Damn. The fuck was wrong with her? I hate plants. She must hate plants more than you, Karen. Yeah, I don't like them. Plants suck. You but you're more of a uh I kill them. You're em. more of a black widow. Like you, 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 you kill them, poison them slowly <laughs> yeah. over years. Plants have a slow death with me. They're beautiful. I like them around, but damn it, I forget about them. I forget they dead. I walk past them. They ain't been watered in eight years. Yeah. I mean, yeah this woman's up front close to personal with her shit. Uh, that's when the other, le- uh, wait, photos show deep scratch marks in the wood likely from the blade of the sword. Then she went and attacked another lady in the same area of the complex. That lady was also taken to the hospital. It looked like she hurt, was hurt worse. Officers said when they arrived, they did find two women injured, and the other was thought to be stabbed in the chest and arm. Although they report injuries were not life-threatening, court documents listed the second woman as Constant Marcel. Ben Taub, hospital officer, officials, confirmed that Connie Marcel was uh, admitted and report she's in good condition. Harris County deputy said Mahmoud tried to flee the scene but was tasered at the short foot chase oh and my. taken to the hospital for a psychological evaluation. On release, she was placed in the custody of Harris County Jail facing two counts of aggravated assault with bonds set at $30,000. Jessica Torres said they had seen her around the complex before and they believed she or her daughter live in the same building. 
and her face is priceless in this mugshot it's like yeah i cut those bitches what <laughs> you ain't gonna do a goddamn thing because people that have swords have no regret no remorse and they will stab anyone close to them guys they don't give a fuck about your relationship case in point a 43 year old oak harbor man is facing felony charges for aggre- allegedly threatening his mother and two others with a samurai sword court document show prosecutors charge ricardo polonio in island computer uh superior court may 8th with three counts of harassment threats to kill polonio is being held in lieu of ten thousand dollars bond he could face up to a year in jail if convicted of the charges according to the police report polonio was living without permission at a home in northwest dowry street <laughs> i live there legally that is owned by his mother oh, in, a, in the afternoon of may oh, yes karen he's still with mama course he's still living with his mom probably a man's right activist talking shit about women on in the basement then walking upstairs being like mom what we got to eat <laughs> in the afternoon may 6th the, the woman <laughs> i want to be a man's right activist but i just want to have a pet cause of like i wrote my name on the orange juice okay i just want women to respect it it's my only issue <laughs> what about domestic violence i don't care about that shit you violence against my domestically grown oranges i know that um oh lord what about custody of my orange juice uh the woman brought over a couple of workers to clean up the trash around the house polinio leaned out the bedroom window with a sword and screamed that he was going to kill them according to a report by okara police officer jennifer gravel he threatened to cut up his mother the officer wrote Officers who responded to the incident found Polinio hiding behind a neighbor's van. Yeah, some big brave man. I will cut you up, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Is that a cop? Is that a, is that the motherfucking cops? Hold on. I got to go hide behind this van. I don't know what is wrong. He admitted. They done lost their goddamn eyes. He admitted that he became angry with the workers because they had made noise and woke him, the report states, in the home that he was not supposed to be staying in. Yeah, doesn't sound right. Too- Come on. Doesn't sound rap too tight. Also sounds Mm -hmm. like a motherfucking sword owner, which everybody knows you cannot trust. We'll be back tomorrow (laughs) at nine. Our guests will be Dylan and John Minus of the Deceptive Comics. Uh, Hope to see you all there. Um, Don't forget also the sponsors, adamandeve.com, code TBGWT to get your discounts. And shadowdollproductions.com slash TBGWT.html. Until tomorrow, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah.